0: Change data capture in SQL Server has been a very popular feature for a very long time. In this episode, learn what it is and learn what's new in Azure SQL Managed Instance and Azure SQL Database. This week on Data Exposed. Hi, I'm Anna Hoffman, and welcome to this episode of Data Exposed. Today, I'm joined by Mara Su, a Program Manager on the Azure SQL team. Mara, thanks so much for joining us today. Can you start by telling us a little bit about what you do?
1: Hi, Anna. Thanks for having me. So, I'm a Program Manager in the Azure SQL team at Microsoft, and I'm focused on data replication technology, such as change data capture, change tracking, and SQL data sync.
0: Awesome. Well, it seems like you are the exact right person for us to have on the show to talk more about change data capture. Now, this is something that a lot of SQL people might be familiar with, uh, but some people might also be new to this topic. I'm pretty new to CDC or change data capture, and I'd also like to understand how it differs between SQL Server, Azure SQL Managed, and Azure SQL Managed Instance and Azure SQL Database. So, Mara, can you take us through like what is CDC and how does it work?
1: Sure. So at a very high level, CDC tracks and recurs DML changes. So insert updates, deletes that happen on your tables. And more specifically, the way it works is that first you have to enable CDC on your database, and then you enable CDC on each table that you want to track for DML changes. And once you do that for each source table that you enabled, you have an associated CDC table that has been created in which you'll be able to see the data changes. So uh, CDC consists of two main processing re- processes. There is a capture process which takes the changes once they get to the transaction log and p- puts them in the CDC table. And there is also a cleanup process which cleans the CDC tables on a retention-based policy. And lastly, you have some query functions that consume the data changes from the CDC table. So, uh, you were asking me how CDC differs across Azure SQL MI, SQL Server, Azure SQL DB. So, in uh, SQL Server and on Azure SQL MI, we have these two capture and cleanup processing processes as SQL Server agent jobs. However, we recently announced CDC in Azure SQL databases and in SQL databases, uh, these jobs are replaced by a CDC scheduler, and this scheduler runs automatically cleanup and capture. However, customers still have the option to manually execute scan, scan or cleanup, but you can safely assume that it is being run on, a, on the background by the scheduler. And apart from the scheduler, there's not much that differs. Functionally for customers across the the different deployment types that that we have for for CDC.
0: Okay, cool. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. So it's basically like we are taking the same exact technology, but we had to add something to take the place of SQL Server Agent since SQL Server Agent isn't available in Azure SQL database. So it makes sense. It's kind of the same technology apart from that. Uh, Mara, I have another question for you. What are some use cases you're seeing people use CDC for?
1: Yeah. so We see people using CDC for multiple purposes. However, some of the most common scenarios that we've seen are around audit purposes and analytics, so taking data from the change tables to, to run audit and analytics. Then we see many customers um, sending changes to other downstream subscribers or sending them from the LTP system to the data lake or data warehouse. And here we see, for instance, Azure Data Factory being, being used a lot to, to move um, change data from the change tables to other subscribers. And lastly, lastly we also see event based programming applications. Um, so, have uh, have your applications instantaneously respond to to changes in your data? And some applications from, from this might be dynamic uh, pricing, dynamic product pricing, right, based on changes in your inventory in the demand. Uh, you can achieve that. So, these would be some of the key scenarios that we've seen CDC used for.
0: Awesome, and I especially like that that fourth one because instead of having to you know pull or whatever, I can just instantaneously react to changes in my data. So that's pretty cool. Uh, now, if I'm a customer and I'm like, "Oh, this is awesome! I want to start using it?" How do I go about enabling or disabling it?
1: Yep, that's a great question. And. and um, so uh, as I was mentioning, first you have to enable CDC at the database level, and here you have once you once you run this talk procedure that I show you here, and we'll also do a demo soon to see how it works in practice. And once you enable CDC at the database level, these five tables that you can see here get created in the in the system table on your database. So it's important to to monitor your space uh, space usage, usage closely because all the CDC artifacts are being stored on the same source database. And once you enable CDC at the database level, the CDC schema obviously gets created as well. And um, so you can see in these tables, what are the capture columns? What are the change tables that you enable for CDC? What is the DDL history? So here you can see all the DDL, changes that have been made since the capture instance have, has been created. However, it's worth noting that once you make a DDL change on your source table, that does not automatically get uh, reflected in your change table. You have to restart your capture instance. So that's something we constantly uh, raise the customer's awareness around. Then you have the index columns and the log, log sequence number time mapping. This is all the data you can see in these tables. Then cool. once yeah. <laughs> and you also have to enable CDC at the table level. Uh, and once you achieve that, you can see the change table being created and the CDC jobs table. This is for Azure SQL databases specifically. If you awesome. are in Azure SQL MI or SQL Server, sorry for interrupting, you also have to make sure that the SQL Server agent is running for these jobs to be created once you enable CDC at the Table level,
0: got it. And this seems pretty straightforward. And I like the caveat again, calling out the SQL Server agent versus what the CDC scheduler is going to do. Now, Mara, during this, you kind of mentioned a few things to be aware of. Is there anything else that people should be aware of when they enable this in Azure SQL Database?
1: Yes. So we constantly get a lot of questions around performance considerations for for CDC in general, and it's very hard to to offer some specific benchmarks or or to predict the performance just because it depends so much on every user's workload. However, there are some key common factors that users should be be aware of in general. So you should be aware of the number of CDC enabled tables, the frequency of changes in those track tables, the space available in your source database, because as I was mentioning, All the CDC artifacts are being stored in the same source database. So it's good to be aware of that before you start using CDC. And uh, whether you're using uh, an elastic pool or a single database, because in elastic pool, you must also be aware of how many databases are enabled for for CDC, apart from the number of tables, just because you have those databases are sharing common resources such as disk space. So the more databases you enable within that pool, um, the higher the chance to reach the limit of your elastic full disk space for instance so um, you you should be aware of these these differences and in general we we advise customers to look up for the cpu usage memory and log throughput.
0: Awesome, very cool. This is good to know and great tips for people getting started. You know, speaking of getting started and taking a look at this thing, I understand you prepared something to show us of actually kind of seeing CDC in action.
1: Yes. So, I prepared a short demo on how CDC works on an Azure SQL database. This is a general purpose database. And before we get started, something else that I wanted to mention is that CDC in Azure SQL databases works on tiers higher than standard three. So, for instance, if you have a Basic tier database in Azure SQL uh, DB. Unfortunately, you can't use uh, CDC on it. So that's one more thing to be to be aware of before you get started with CDC in Azure SQL DB. So let's get started with the demo. So here I have a simple database with uh, some customers. Only one customer for so far, myself, and I want to enable CDC on this table on this database. And as you can see. If I start here and I go into the system tables, system tables will will be created the ones that we just talked about along with the the CDC schema. This is taking just a little and um, you can see the, the list of captured columns. Once you enable CDC at the table level, you can select which columns to be tracked for. The change tables; these are obviously empty as of now. I'm just showing how they look like. DDL history, index columns, and log sequence number time mapping. <clears throat> and then we're gonna go to our source table that we want to enable for for CDC. And as I was mentioning, it only has one simple customer as of now. And I want to enable CDC at the table level as well. So here you have some additional parameters which I'm not using right now. You can um, activate net changes tracking. So you can get, by default you get all changes but you can also um, support net changes when you enable tables. And you, you can select the columns that you want to track. And right now, obviously you can see the change table has been created. Once we enabled CDC at the table level and this change table is empty as expected. They all show up here: the change table and the CDC jobs. The CDC jobs shows you the default parameters which you can change, like retention policy that I was mentioning, threshold, and so on. So now let's insert some data into this uh, table. So I'm adding Anna as a new customer. And you can see the scheduler by default automatically has very quickly detected this DML change. So Anna has already been added to the change table. However, you can still run scan manually, as you can see here, scan still works manually as it used to on SQL Server and Azure SQL MI. And here we can change the retention for the cleanup policy. Let's say we want to clean up the change table for instance, every 30 seconds. We're gonna do this and if we go back to the CDC jobs table which got created after we enabled the table, you can see that the retention has been changed to 30 seconds. So the customer can configure this, uh, which is very convenient. So let's say now we're done, we want to disable CDC. So I'm looking at all the system tables and here I can see all my tables and CDC artifacts And I can find if I forget which ones are enabled for CDC. In my case, I only have one, so it's quite easy, but I can easily see here is tracked by CDC, the seventh one, which is the customer table. So I disable the table and then I disable the database for CDC. And once you do that, all the CDC artifacts are, are automatically deleted and as expected, they they go away. So yeah, that's pretty much it. That's a very simple demo for how CDC works in Azure SQL databases. And here you can see the system tables section is empty.
0: Cool, Mara, this is a great demo. I love how you kind of took us through the whole story of okay, how do I go enable this at a database level, a table level, and how do I see it in action? I didn't even know I was going to be a part of this demo so that was kind of cool too to get added <laughs> into your customers table uh, you know <laughs> as we close out Mara you know do you have any tips for our viewers uh, whether they're just getting started or they're very familiar with this any tips on how they can get the most out of this or gotchas or anything else
1: Definitely. so as I was saying we just very recently released the public view of CDC and SQL databases so we have a bi-weekly blog series. Uh, that you can keep track of at this at this link. As I was mentioning, uh, one of the most common scenarios for using CDC is to send uh, data changes to other downstream subscribers. So in this series of blogs, we're gonna show you every every other week how to use Azure Data Factory and other cool technologies to in integration with CDC to send your change data to other subscribers. And also, here are some links for CDC in general in SQL Server, Azure SQL MI, and Azure SQL DB how you can enable, disable, how it works with other features, um, how, um, how to administer it and monitor performance, and so on. Awesome.
0: Thanks so much, Mara. And for our viewers, we're going to put all those links in the description. So be sure to check the description and check out these resources. Uh, Thanks again, Mara, so much for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. I learned a lot. I think our viewers learned a lot too. For our viewers, if you like this video, go go ahead and give it a like, leave us a comment and let let us know what you're doing with CDC or what you learned in this video. And we hope to see you next time on Data Exposed.